you are listening to the Tech Weekly Podcast. This is episode 6 for January 18th, 2007. I'm Peter Crepon. Got a lot of news to uh, talk about this week. We'll start out with the Apple iPhone. Uh, the Apple iPhone, as mentioned uh, last week, was announced and made official at Steve Jobs' keynote at Macworld in San Francisco. We have some specifications of, about the Apple iPhone it will have two capacities available, 4 gigabytes and 8 gigabytes. Uh, it will be able to run on singular and singular only for now. Uh, it has built-in Wi-Fi, so you can hit the internet. And let's see, what else does it have? Oh yeah, it has the Safari browser, which you will be able to use on either the Wi-Fi connection or Singular's Edge network. No 3G support, strangely. And it also has an interesting technology developed by Apple called Multitouch, which is a patented technology that was developed just for the iPhone. And it is reportedly the best touch technology developed and will be enabling you to use your finger instead of a stylus. Now, if you want to hear more about the iPhone, you can watch Steve Jobs' keynote. You can get to it by going to the main page of Apple, and down the bottom you should see Watch the Keynote. Also debuted at Macworld last week, which I really didn't pay attention to or really didn't cover that, that much the last week, was Apple TV. Was ITV back at Steve Jobs' keynote last summer? It is now called Apple TV. Apple TV is basically like the sling catcher in the way that it will allow you to stream content from a PC or a Mac using iTunes and put it on your big screen TV. If you bought content off the iTunes Music Store or now the iTunes Video Store, you can put it on your big screen TV. Also, if you've uh, found stuff on the Internet that you've captured, you can put that on your big screen TV as well. You can also put photos and you can also put music as well as podcasts and all sorts of other great stuff on your TV as well enabling you to experience your media in a whole new dimension. That sounds like a commercial. That's, uh, well, no, that's not the end of the Apple news. We uh, Apple released its quarterly profit results. Apple's revenue climbed a stunning 78%, and profit climbed a stunning 24%. That was for quarter four of 2006. That included the Christmas shopping season. Obviously, a lot of people were buying iPods this holiday season. Um, But strangely enough, the shares of Apple fell by a lot on the NASDAQ after that uh, notice was released. For some reason, I don't know. If you want to find out why or you want to get a little hint of why, check out CNBC. They'll probably know. Moving on now to Microsoft. And Microsoft uh, Windows Vista, as you know, is going to be released very soon, January 30th, as I've mentioned many times on this podcast. And it is less than 11 days uh away from January 18th, 2007, Microsoft is planning to make it a little bit easier for you to upgrade to Windows Vista and a little cheaper. Yes, I said cheaper and Microsoft in the same sentence. Apparently, Microsoft will allow you to automatically download Windows Vista, upgrade, and install it on your computer without having to go to a store and buy the disk. This actually sounds quite interesting because... If Microsoft sells it for the retail price and and allows you to download it, 
they'll be able to keep all the money. They'll just have the software on a server, and they'll be able to keep the full $99. Whereas if they're selling it on a CD version, they may be selling it for like $79 and and losing $30. But that's a very interesting concept, and it, it's a lot easier that you can sit at home, download Vista, like go on your computer, download, start downloading Vista, let it go for a while, and then come back and install it. I mean, it's just a great, great thing that Microsoft did to make it a little bit easier for people to upgrade to Windows Vista. Also, if you buy Windows Vista Ultimate, um, you will be able to purchase two additional licenses for computers in your house for a mere $50, and that's Windows Vista Ultimate licenses too. So, I mean, that is just amazing. I mean, buying... $350 piece of software once, and then getting that piece of software twice again for just $100, that's the savings of like $400. That I, Microsoft is is really trying to take the high road here and, and trying to really make it a little bit easier for users to upgrade to Vista because I guess... They're, A, trying to promote it, trying to get people to know about it, because a lot of people don't know that there's actually a new operating system coming out. And they're also trying to make it a little bit easier to upgrade to Windows Vista. So I think Microsoft's turning over a new leaf when it comes to operating systems as well. Also, if you buy Windows Vista on CD, you will be able to upgrade to Ultimate at any time by just paying another $50. That, as well, is a very interesting concept, and uh, I look forward to seeing it. Maybe I'll upgrade to Vista. That That's just made me a little bit more likely to upgrade to Vista. So, Microsoft's marketing techniques are working on me. Also, if you're very interested in Windows Vista, you can also head over to Microsoft.com slash Windows Vista, or just type Windows Vista into Google. And right on the front page of that website, you'll hear the brand new Windows Vista startup sound, which is quite interesting this year. I'd play it for you, but it's very it's copyrighted and all that great stuff. Oh, and, ju- and this just in, if you want to get that deal on the Windows Vista licenses for $50, you've got to do it by June 30th of this year. We have a related story, and actually uh, hot off the presses story, if you will. MySpace has been sued by a group of parents for negligence in allowing adult users to sexually solicit young girls on the website. All these parents filed individually the lawsuits in California court, reporting that the companies are basically naive to what's going on and should step up their protection and really patrol their site a little bit more. MySpace wasn't available for comment at the time this podcast was made. And some other MySpace news. MySpace is going to release a piece of software that allows parents of young MySpace users to view certain statistics of their young MySpace users' profile. Now, the software doesn't exactly show all the content on the MySpace site. It shows some details, and uh, it is still in beta stage. The Apple iPhone is receiving some news from an analyst group. The analyst group reporting that the iPhone may be able to come down in price a little bit. Uh, If you look at the price of the iPhone, the profit margin is about 50%, maybe plus, plus or minus 5 points or percent, rather. So, 
they might be able to lower the price on that device before it comes down to release. So if you're saying, I'm not paying $700 for an iPhone, you might not be paying $700 for an iPhone. A popular BitTorrent site, Pirate Bay, is reportedly interested in buying the micronation of Sealand. Now, just giving you a little global history here, the micronation of Sealand is a self-declared micronation, and a micronation is a nation that is very, very small, is a self-declared micronation on the coast of the Great Britain that it looks like an oil platform, but it's not. It was actually originally built uh, as part of the civil defense system of Great Britain during World War II so that they could spot German planes coming over and warn the mainland forces to get ready for the invaders. The micronation of Sealand was sold many times, and during that time declared itself the Principality of Sealand and was actually recognized as a nation by German courts. Now, where the Pirate Bay Company comes in here is... The Pirate Bay Company wants to base its operations on the 5,000 square foot, that's right, 5,000 square foot nation, so that it can escape persecution by the MPAA and RIAA, as they have been uh, experiencing a lot of persecution by both of those unions, apparently for copyright infringement. However, Great Britain has reportedly denied the real estate agent that is selling or representing the micronation of Sealand or the Principality of Sealand, they're denying Pirate Bay the access to buying the Principality of Sealand because it goes against Great Britain's laws. So, it's a brief foray by Pirate Bay, but it might not work anyway. In my opinion, what I, I really think should Pirate Bay should do is... is it should spend time instead of buying micronations out in the middle of the water off the Great Britain coast and spend time basically protesting what it thinks is right. You know, anti-DRM, you know, cheaper content, and so forth. Instead instead of buying micronations, it should be basically standing up for what it thinks is right. That's just my opinion. The creators of the file-sharing platform... Kazaa and the VoIP client, Skype, are back at it again. They are creating a online video streaming service called, or codenamed, the Venice Project. It is in beta stage right now, and a CNET editor was able to take a look at it, and reportedly she saw Warner Brothers content on there. So it looks like the creators of those two platforms are at it again, and maybe they're doing something really good. I'll, we'll have to look. If anybody has a beta invite, you can invite me. I, my email address is techweeklypodcast at gmail.com. Just as if anyone who's in the beta testing of the Venice Project is listening, invite me. Now. Okay. Off my soapbox. This just in, and it looks like today is going to be the day of this just in, I just went over to the Venice Project's website, and it looks like they've changed their names. They are now Juiced, J-O-O-S-T, and you can go on there and apply to be part of the beta stage. So, I just did that, and I'm waiting for my approval letter. And if if any of you want to still send me an invite, go ahead anyway. Next story we have is a really interesting story. A man got burned by apparently his cell phone... 
that was in his pocket while walking around the streets of California. The Apparently what happened is his cell phone, two buttons on his cell phone were depressed, and they caused the battery to short out, and they lit his pants on fire, and of course he had to take the pants off, and how embarrassing that would have been. However, investigators from Nokia, later at the fire department, told or concluded that the phone was not the cause of the fire. So now we are left to wonder how that fire really started. And there were no signs of cigarette lighters or anything in his pocket, so maybe a little paranormal activity. Woo. We actually have a really uh, tragic story to tell you about in the technology world. A radio contest uh, nicknamed Hold Your Wee for a Wee uh, was apparently responsible for a woman's death. The A radio station out in California, KDND 107.9, was holding a contest on its morning show where apparently it asked contestants to drink a large amount of water and restrict their access to the bathroom. Now, this woman participated in the, participated in the contest didn't win, but later reported that she was having headaches, she went home, and she later died. Um, The radio station 107.9 The End, out in Sacramento, made this statement, and you can find the statement on their front page and online.com. Here's the statement, and I quote, All of you are probably aware of the tragic death of a contestant, Jennifer Strange, following her participation in a contest on the morning rave last Friday. First and foremost, our thoughts and sympathies go out to the family and loved ones of Miss Strange. I also want to assure you that the circumstances regarding this matter are being examined as thoroughly as possible. We are doing everything we can to deal with this difficult situation in a manner that is both respectful and responsible. Effective immediately, the morning rave show is canceled. And that is a statement from John Geary, the vice president and general manager of Entercom in Sacramento. Uh, so it's a, just a little review, kind of a very tragic story where someone went to a, a very long length to get a, a simple $250 game console. You know, it's just one of those stories where you just, you know really step back and and look is it really worth doing something that you know you could kill yourself and she she managed you know she she did kill herself you know is is really getting this Nintendo Wii worth putting your life at risk worth putting your health at risk and you know it it's just it's kind of sad to see what lengths people will go through but uh, i mean if you really have to have a Wii Go on eBay. You'll find them on eBay. Um, either that or wait, or buy an Xbox 360. Believe me, if you buy an Xbox 360, you will not regret yourself. But uh, it, it's just very sad to hear these kind of stories like this. And a few more bits of news for you today. Internet Explorer has logged 100 million downloads to become the second most popular browser. That's, of course, behind Firefox. The only problem is, it's at the sacrifice of IE6. Nobody's downloading IE6 anymore. I wonder why. And finally, Google has released a new version of its Google Earth software. It was given five stars by CNET editors and uh, has already logged 1.5 million downloads on CNETdownload.com. It integrates 3D viewing in this new version, and uh, looks pretty sweet. I'll have to download it and check it out. 
Anyway, uh, as far as this week's news, that's basically it. If you want to call me and be a part of the show, you can call me at 1-718-475-6353. That's 1-718-475-6353. You can also email me at techweeklypodcast at gmail.com. That's techweeklypodcast at gmail.com. For the Tech Weekly Podcast, I'm Peter Krepine, and this has been the Tech Weekly Podcast, Episode 6, for January 18th, 2007. Thank you for listening, and have a good week. 